The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. I was waiting for some kind of rude some comment. Some kind of. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, fates, and dates. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we've got a few bits of tech news to discuss, and Pedro has a tech term to share with the class. I do, bringing in out of mothballs. All right, but first, some news. News, news. Yeah. I got nothing, nothing at all to rant about. Wow. Actually, I do have something to rant about. The weather? I forgot. No, not the weather. I forgot to post on our blog. I forgot to post the show information. Oops. So actually, as we're talking, I'm doing it right you now. You are going to multitask. For, this is for the the episode ni- 270. 270, the nicely aged news episode, which oh, yes. it's it's out in the, you know, it's out in the world, but Yeah, cuz people really wanted to hear that casino fish tank story. <laughs> that is so great. That, I'm telling you. That needs to be a movie on it its own. It needs to be told. It needs to be told. Yes. Well, well, that was episode 270. And yeah, so but we're this is 271. Yeah. Yes, we are. And uh, uh, shall we just roll with it here? Uh, publish. Yeah, I published. Yes. Okay, so you published. Good. I'll start the news yeah, and then we'll, we'll meet at the end. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Yes. Uh, well, as you know, it's been a busy week here in Techland, and that's even before Cambridge Analytica announced it was shutting down, claiming uh, essentially the controversy over its Facebook data harvesting, election tipping, whatever happened there, made it impossible to do business with the lawsuits and the sort of scrutiny and things. So, so Cambridge Analytica bouncing out of the business. Um, Now, Facebook, uh, which had been grabbing headlines past month because of that little incident with Cambridge Analytica, grabbed even more headlines at its F8 or FATE uh, conference for developers out in California this week. As one can imagine, there were many announcements during the event from CEO Mark Zuckerberg, who was back to his usual wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, including uh, giving Facebook members the ability to opt out of the company hoovering up your web browsing data and using the information to sell targeted ads at your perceived interests. Hmm. Uh, in case you didn't realize it, Facebook was scooping up your web travels even when you weren't actively using the site. The new powers are part of the company's, quote, clear history, uh, end quote, feature that claims to let users opt out or delete previously collected browsing data from Facebook servers. Seriously, not cool. This is why, this is why I took it off my phones. Mm-hmm. It's exactly why. Yes, you are limiting its access to your personal uh, information I there. am indeed. Hey, you want to see our snazzy new Art19 player? Sure. Check it out. Look at that. Ooh, look at that. That is stylish. That is that is Snaz. one stylish scrubber bar. It is a very stylish scrubber. Let's see if it works, though. Yes, Oh, are you going to do a live test? I'm going to do a live test. Let's see. You get a network signal? Hey, look at that. This is so meta. I we're hear like, me in my head and here. We're recording a show and you're playing the last one. <laughs> Amanda, you, we're going to like create a tear in the space-time I think continuum and fall in. I think in, we yeah. just did. Yes, we tore our wow. space-time continuum pants. Yes, we <laughs> have to go to the yes, tailor we now. Did. Yes, we did. All right. So uh, where were we? Facebook's clear Facebook. history. So so they say they got this clear history initiative. Oh, uh, yeah. All, I, I think, sort of some attempts to make nice with the public after the disclosures of where their data was going. Um, Facebook said it's also reopening its app review process for developers because it wants to take a closer look at what these third-party individuals are doing with people's information. Well, hold and, on a second. Does that mean they haven't been? 
Uh, well, I think they had some review and then maybe they backed off the gas a little bit, claiming, you know, that they didn't know developers were getting quite all this stuff. Like, you know, those quiz people, you know, just slurping up the data oh, there. Oh, gee, wow. Nice. Yeah, so, so they're going to, I guess, take a more furrowed brow look at that. And uh, they also said that they are going to allow Facebook, the company, to be independently audited to look for civil rights issues as well as bias against conservatives because it's been accused of both. So they're going to have people come in and, and just say, well, yes, you have a bias against conservatives or bias you have civil rights issues. I, yeah. I don't, I don't see that considering some of the stuff I see. I don't know if this is like the, the full helicopter picture and mm. considering the fact that Facebook sort of likes the lack of regulation, which is traditionally a Republican mantra yes. uh, to, to back off government regulation and just let capitalism thrive. Yeah. Why would it be biased uh, against Republicans? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, that wouldn't but, make but, much sense. But, but the study's going to tell us, so so we'll see there. We shall see. Other news out of the F8 conference include a new way to share data from third-party apps like Spotify to your Facebook and Instagram stories. Augmented reality camera effects for Facebook Messenger and Instagram are on the way, as well as a bully filter for Instagram to weed out comments from, um, how should we call them, a-holes? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so but I gotta be help. honest. I don't. I don't get a lot of that stuff on Instagram. Yeah, it's it, it's been a very. It's been like the nicest service. It uh, really has. And in fact, the the person who had this bully filter story for the New York Times this week was our old pal Laura M. Holson, who we need oh, to get back on the Laura show. Holson. Yes, we do. Yes, yes we a noted Instagram fan herself, um, yes, and we'll link to her story on our show page. Uh, Facebook users will also see uh, new groups tab soon to make it easier to comment on the content from all the various groups you belong to, your high school reunion page, your work alumni page, or whatever page. I'm not really a... You're not a joiner? No, I, well, you know, I can be, but I'm not really a nostalgia kind of guy. Yeah. I'm not really a nostalgia. I get a lot of requests for people like, you know, hey, if you survived, you know, insert your school name here or your neighborhood here. Yeah. Uh, you know, eh, eh, you, you know, know? I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the disgruntled Corgi page or, you know, I mean, there's some groups that are fun. But, I'm, on, um, I'm on a couple of podcast groups and, yeah. and stuff. That's about it. All right. So, so you, you have a few. I have a maybe. few. I do. And oh. Adamant. Yes, Adamant. Yeah. Facebook also says it's going to uh, start ranking news organizations by their level of trusts when users post links. So well, obviously, we're, we're right up on top. Yeah, yeah, we, we are a trust. We should source. see our numbers skyrocket. Yes. That's some of the things in the works. Now, on the philanthropic front, Facebook is adding a new feature to its crisis response toolkit later this year. People in the middle of natural or man-made crises will be able to share their first-hand accounts of relative information, uh, like maybe, say, posting photos or videos mm -hmm. of the incident to a dedicated space. Uh, also offering pertinent details like road and bridge closures, you know, uh, if it's some kind of national. Not uh, just not just that uh, they checked in safe. They yeah, can actually yeah, put like, some details. Oh, by the way, this uh, road is gotcha. closed or this bridge is out or right. a tornado took this town away. You'd gotcha. be able to post that. Wow, you got dark real quick there. <laughs> tornado? I grew up in tornado country. Yeah, but you went from me. like, you went from this road is out to like tornadoes destroying cities. Cow. Wow. You gotta watch out <laughs> Cow. The Midwest is very prone to tornadoes. Yes, uh, I hear. I have, I have post-traumatic tornado stress syndrome. I am a East Coast boy. We don't see that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, I, although I was at my sister-in-law's house in New Jersey, which is not in the Midwest. No, it's, during it's one, New Jersey. It's New Jersey. During one particularly bad storm, and all of a sudden, we got tornado sirens and Ooh. the emergency-like things coming out of everything. 
It was the most frightening thing. And I've been through hurricanes. The interior of the country has to prepare for these kind of things. I I feel your pain. I didn't know what a nor'easter was till I moved out here. Yeah, so, like, suck. The, east, the East Coast has its own special yes. brand of weather. Suck is acceptable, right? That's I think not, so. Yeah. I think it's used. It doesn't. Our clean tag. Clean tag. Yes, yes. In, and most major news organizations will allow it. Yes. So, uh, so anyway, so the crisis response stuff that'll be rolling out later this year for people to help other people by. Uh, essentially doing citizens reporting uh, from these uh, disasters and events. That's cool. I like that. Yes. Now, in horrible news for Match.com, eHarmony, and all the other online dating and hookup services out there, uh, the social network also announced a new dating and relationships feature within the Facebook app. Because <laughs> if you didn't give them enough information oh, before... Oh, sure. Yeah. Gonna love this one. Yes. Now, uh, those seeking companionship will soon be able to create a dating profile that is separate from their standard Facebook profile. This is your, like, love page, I guess. Um, uh, again, it's going to use uh, some algorithms there. Facebook thinks it's found a possible love match for you. It'll make a suggestion uh, based on your dating preferences, things you may have in common with this person, mutual friends you share. Can you poke people? Can you poke people on your love page? I would think that would that be kind naughty. of, yeah. That sounds really naughty. Sorry. I would think that would have to be a feature. <laughs> Love page. Yes. Yeah, so, so so that's on the way too. And in a hopefully unrelated story, Facebook fired a security engineer who allegedly used the perks of the jobs to stalk uh, women online. Ugh. Facebook fired a security engineer who allegedly used the perks of the job to stalk women online. Ew. Uh, although this was apparently only one engineer involved, some news outlets kept referring to the accused as they. Now, maybe this was uh, a possible attempt to uh, hide the stalker's gender, or reject the standard binary classification. Yeah, make or, it gender neutral or something. Yeah, or maybe it was just bad grammar. Um, yeah, I think yeah. other outlets said it was a guy. Um, it was a dude. Yeah, bit, big surprise there. Uh, yeah. But, Shocked. But, yeah, but but most curious. Uh, really, you're going to use the plural there? To, yeah, kind of weird. Um, what are you trying to say? Yeah, it's like, what's going on? Or do we just, has they just become the go-to pronoun and and it's it's grammar, you know, crumbling? I was going to say something uh, rude about big news organizations putting out vague memos and yeah. using vague stuff, but I, I'm not going to go Yeah, you maybe skip that yeah, part. Yeah, skip that part. But there's other news around the tech world besides Facebook. Is um, there? That was the, the, the some of the big announcements. That wasn't everything they announced this week, right. but that was that some was of the, the big... That was the meaty stuff. The big bullet points, yes. yes. exactly. Microsoft released its Windows 10 April update on the very last day of April, uh, and it's going to start uh, distributing that upgrade through the Windows update channels, I think, starting around May 8th. So if you see your uh, internet connection start to get a little boggy then because it's downloading a big chunk of software, that's why. Perhaps the most notable feature in this new update is Timeline, a tool that allows little previews of all the open windows on your computer as well as the open windows on your Android or iOS phone. So you can just call up a little dashboard and see what you got open there. This was a feature that was, um, I think they were thinking this was going to be in the Fall Creators update and then it bumped. So Timeline finally arrived here. Working out the kinks. Yeah. Yeah. Also uh, in this new Windows 10 update, the Quiet Hours tool for temporarily turning off notifications has been renamed Focus Assist, which sounds like a camera command. Yeah, it not sure does. A, don't let engineers name features. No, 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 no. no. Focus Assist, no. But uh, Focus Assist, as it is known now, uh, offers more flexibility on when you can block alerts. Uh, I guess Quiet Hours only gave you like one or two, like it can be off or on and only between like midnight and six or whatever. Right. Focus Assist gives you more flexibility there. And the Windows 10 April update also includes tweaks to the settings app, a Cortana assistant, and the visual uh, design of uh, the Windows interface. Okay. So, so that's uh, on the way. Google, I guess I, I guess I got to turn on my laptop, huh? 
If you want the update, now have you, have you, because you were not a fan of Windows 8. Did you ever update to Windows 10? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually like it. Okay. So I won't say I'm a fan. Yes. But it's okay. But it does not give you like a curdling rage like previous versions of the system. Definitely not. Definitely not. The start bar is there. I can make it look like my comfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. and actually it does look like a standard Windows. Installation, so that made me, you yeah, know, that made me feel better. Yeah, and they restored some desktop and it's zippy. stuff. And, yeah, it's zippy. There, I got to give them that. So it passes Kaiser muster. It does. And it seems to be update season. Google also updated the web version of its Gmail service. Uh, also during the last week of April, in addition to its new look, this updated version adds a confidential mode for self-erasing messages or those that require a passcode to open. You mean like Mission Impossible? You can set a time for it yeah, to be you can, self-destruct. Yeah, I think it like any time with them in like a day, up to six months or whatever. Does uh, it have a little thing that shows like it exploding? Poof. I I, I have not tried it, so no. I don't know. Um, I want to make it poof. Yeah, and it's not super super. Secure because people can also take screenshots of things. Uh, they uh, they yeah, did not true. disable screenshot, like but, Snapchat. Yeah, but but for most people who don't want to go the extra effort to to manage their mail, you know, this, this is something uh, here. This confidential mode. Um, there's also a new nudge feature that uh, gently reminds you to answer messages from frequent correspondence if you haven't uh, responded within a few days. Hmm. You know, say hey, you haven't replied to this. You want to get, and it moves it up in your inbox if if it's gotten pushed down because you've gone on to other stuff. Right. They say it's all machine learning and artificial intelligence. It's kind of matching up who you write to a lot and who you normally respond to and what the times are. If that creeps you out, you can turn it off in the settings. That's kind of annoying because I've got like 10,650 unread messages. Uh So if they keep coming up, I'm just going to be flooded. In theory, it's only people who you correspond with regularly so yeah yeah, pretty much so (laughs) so yeah family so yeah i tend to ignore people so yeah so sorry folks so your inbox will be on fire soon text me so so that's the nudge feature if you use the gmail mobile app or that inbox by gmail yes that one that has the weird name that had some features yeah a smart reply and snooze uh, from the mobile apps are making it into the web version too snooze snooze? nice yeah which is like i don't want to think about this for two days and let me snooze it yeah Yeah, so nudge and snooze are kind of One's a little more automatic than the other, but it's sort of the same uh, concept. A lot of action going on, nudging and schnoozing and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they stuff. need to, like, sort of put nudge and snooze together and, and have a um, schmooze <laughs> feature <laughs> where Gmail just chats you up. Wow. Wow. Nicely done, J.D. That's your payback for the poke joke. Okay, right. fair enough. Yeah, see, we're, see, we're finally balanced there we here. Go. We're balanced. Yes, uh, also in Google News, according to Bloomberg here, uh, Google is quietly developing a social gaming startup called Arcade, which brings to mind malls of the 80s to me. Yeah. And I guess they, they've hired a young wonderkin to sort of uh, lead this. Yes, lead, I think he's like 21 to lead this project. A, a trivia app is expected this summer, so they're not making a whole lot of noise about it yet. But Wait, hold uh, on a second. You got a 21-year-old who, who was raised in front of a PlayStation or an Xbox One. And the first thing, granted, I understand it's a social gaming thing, but a trivia game? Well, we, that's we don't what you're know. coming out with? You know, well, it, it could be like Trivial Pursuit with guns. You don't With know. guns. That's, okay, you know, fair that's enough. First-person Trivial Pursuit shooter? There you go. Nice, you know? I like that. It's like you get like the wedge of the... You got it wrong. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah, so, so we, yeah, we haven't seen it. So, And we're only conjecturing here. Conjecturing. Surmising. Yes, yeah, surmising. So, so that's uh, Arcade uh, is in the works. Nice. 
Now, Hulu, the streaming service often lost in the shadow of Netflix, just passed 20 million subscribers of its own. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, the TV-centric service is also catching up with Amazon Prime and Netflix by enabling offline viewing after all this time where you can download it briefly in case you're on a plane and you want to catch up on The Handmaid's Tale and you'll have a Wi-Fi connection. I've never seen Handmaid's Tale, but I did watch Future Man, which I liked. Uh-huh. Hulu has some nice... Yeah, it's got some interesting stuff. Yeah, there's so many streaming services to choose from now. It's like... By the time you stack them up, it's almost as much as your cable bill. Exactly. And also uh, in in membership news, Spotify says it has 75 million paid subscribers now. Uh, That company also reported its first quarterly earnings as a public firm and reported a net loss of 169 million euros, which sent its stock price downwards. Isn't that like 450 million American dollars or something like that? Yeah, I can't remember the exchange rate, but it was was not a happy number and the stock price took a hit. Wow. Now, T-Mobile and Sprint just announced uh, their plans to merge again into one big hot pink and yellow wireless company. That's going to be clashing and jugundo. Yeah, that that is it's a, it's a big deal, uh, but they haven't got it past the antitrust regulators yet. I wonder why. Yeah, if the merger goes through, the new combo of the country's third and fourth largest wireless companies will occupy the national arena uh, and the emerging networks of 5G and all that. Uh, Did they try this before? Yeah, I think they did before and they were rebuffed. And so they're back again, maybe hoping it's a friendlier governmental authority now. Uh Uh-huh. But they basically got to team up against AT&T and Verizon Wireless, which are the big dogs uh, in this race here. California's strict net neutrality restoration bill that we talked about uh, recently on the show Mm -hmm. is headed east as the New York state legislature is working on an equivalent measure here. The bicoastal bills uh, will not only replicate the FCC's original net neutrality rules from, uh, you know, blocking throttling and paid service tiers as being no-nos. Uh, but it'll go even farther than the FCC's now repealed rules by banning the paid data cap exemption. So just Whoa. like California, New York wants that too. As you can imagine, AT&T is not among the fans of, of this bill, uh, having vigorously lobbied uh, for the California ones. So, uh, well, you know, like they said. What? We're doing it already. Yeah, you can trust yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Come on. So, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're not uh, in favor of this legislation on either side of the country. Yes. Uh, now, Amazon, which has made moves into the grocery store business the past year, uh, has another food-related venture in the works. I'm holding out for Amazon Bodega. You uh, think that'll happen? I don't know. I don't know if Amazon can quite... They won't sell quarter water? Yeah, they, they won't get that level of service yet. Oh. No, they're going into pet products uh, here. I want to chop cheese now. That's what really? I mean. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, on the way home. Yeah, you um, so, so you're not going to... Well, you don't have any pets, but... Uh, not, you, uh, do my, does my son count? <laughs> well, yeah. He might. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be into the new WAG brand of dog food that they're putting so. out. I don't um, think so, although he's eating everything in sight, so maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe. lots of protein there. There you go. WAG is Amazon's new brand of dog food. It's available only to Amazon Prime members, which I think you guys just got a little price increase. Yes, we did. Too. Yes. Yeah, um, not thrilled about it. Yeah, well, they got to pay for this dog food somewhere. <laughs> pet stores are not going to be happy about Amazon getting oh, into a no. line of pet products. Heck, uh, heck no. Yes, and uh, this is not the first Amazon-branded effort uh, in terms of selling its own goods as the company also makes its own batteries, baby products, clothing, and household goods. Do they make it in like that generic, like remember the, the, the generic stuff they used to make back in the day? Oh, with the white box, with, with the, the white black stencil bo- yes, type. Yeah, I, I remember love the grocery. That. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, they probably copped for a little bit more graphic design, yeah. although the generic, those... And plus, you know, if you had to buy the generic products, you remember them very well. Yes. Just for their stark the embarrassment. simplicity. Yes. Yeah, you got to walk out. You got to hide in that uh, box of yes. no-name cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, your army issues, yeah. military surplus cornflakes exactly. here. Yeah. Exactly. 
So that's Amazon. And finally, and finally. summer is upon us. It's 90 degrees in New York City this week. I tell uh, you, we went right from cold to hot. Yes, yeah, so you saw it coming. Yes, we did. But with that brings the hint of summer movies. Now, The Avengers is already open. We talked about that on the last show. But for those who haven't marked their calendars yet, here's a quick rundown of uh, some of the things coming out. Mostly this summer, but a little bit later in the year. And I'm going to say the name, and you're going to tell me if you're going to go see it. Okay. Deadpool 2 on May 18th. Yes, definitely. Yes, Deadpool, a bit, bit of a adult humor uh, superhero yeah. vehicle, but yep. the first one did very well. Solo, a Star Wars story on May 25th, also known as Geek Pride Day, and uh, notes the original Star Wars release on May 25th, 1977. Ooh, that's Solo. a tough one. That's a tough one. Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to say maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Not a surefire might, bet no, given the history sure, of the film. Exactly. Might might be one of those I wait for the Blu-ray type deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what the reviews say. Yes, yes. Uh, Ocean's 8 on June 8th. Yes. I see what you did there. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yes, yes Sandra Bullock's watcher and anything. Yes, indeed. Uh, the Incredibles 2 on June 15th. Definitely. Holly Hunter. Oh, Craig yeah. T. Nelson. Yes. I hope Sarah Val's doing the voice of Violet again. But uh, yeah, this was such a popular Pixar film, and it's been, what, 15 years since the first one? Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, been that long. But the cast is back, so so that's the big Pixar entry for the summer. I am so there. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom on June 22nd. Enough with the dinosaurs. Yeah, okay? over the dinosaurs. Yeah, if you want enough. dinosaurs, you go to Natural History that's Museum. That's right. Oh, I'll, go, I'll go see a chicken. I'm yeah. good with the chicken. Yes. There's a dinosaur. Nice. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Yeah, just be nice to the chicken. Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp on July 6th. Oh, I didn't go to the movies for the first one, but I liked it. You watched it at home video. Right? I watched it on home video, so maybe I'll do the same. Yeah, I mean, maybe Paul Rudd's got an affable quality yeah, about him. Yeah, he's likable in a bland kind of sort of way. Yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout on July 27th. Tom Cruise, yeah, he's, not so much. This is the one I think he was filming in London, and yeah. because he's loves to do his own stunts, had a bad like yeah. he slammed into the side of a building, hurt his knee, yeah. like you kind of well, and it laid him up, and it's like you know, well, the character's getting old, he's not getting any younger, right. he's starting to hurt himself on these films. Part of me would just be thinking about that backstory while watching, and I'm, I'm not been super into the whole Mission Impossible right. franchise. I've right. seen the first couple, but I saw but, the first know. couple myself, and listen, Jackie Chan isn't even doing. All the dangerous stunts anymore, dude. Yeah. Slow down. You're my age. Take it easy there, pal. Yeah, you know, we're all going to be CGI sooner or later right, anyway. Exactly. And then, you know, there's some August releases. Uh, but then if you look at the back half of the year, because uh, I was sort of just nosing around. Of course. There are some interesting things there. I didn't know they were reviving Halloween again, which like, how many oh, times please. is that? But Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. Uh, she's there. back? Yeah, I think she's uh, affiliated with the franchise. Of course. On October 12th, uh, First Man, which is a story of Neil Armstrong, uh, starring Ryan Gosling. Uh, mm, but I might see that. Yeah, it's talking. I think it's basically focusing on the eight years or so it took NASA to get a man on the moon. I love NASA movies. You yes, as Space Geeks, I think I think yeah. that one's a, a done deal there oh, for yeah. us. Oh, yeah. um, on November the 16th, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is the second installment the second in installment. the prequel to right. the Harry Potter and, franchise. Right, and uh, they got Dumbledore in this one. Yeah. A young Dumbledore. Yeah, and Eddie Redmayne is, is new, the right. commander, Newt's and commander, Johnny right. Depp is playing the... I didn't, you know, I have yet to see the first one. The first one is very 
kind of atmospheric mm. and it's got a whole different tone and vibe than the Harry Potter movies because they're not focused on kids. But it sounds like you liked it. I liked it. it yeah. Visually, it's stunning. It's set in New York in the 20s and you get all this beautiful production design nice. and there's still some magic and little bits of history here and there. Um, I, right. I had a good time at it. The soundtrack was lovely to write too. So. All right. Well, you know what? I think I'll give it a I'll give it a Dial sco- it up I'll give on it your streaming service of choice of and check it out. Of course. And then uh, December the 21st is Aquaman or as you call him, Aqua Bro. Yeah, Aqua uh, Bro. This is the uh, the solo picture, I guess. He was introduced, what, in that Justice League movie that everyone hated. And then (sighs) he's got a solo venture now. They're wondering, will this be a hip, like, modern standalone like the Wonder Woman movie was? Or will this not be that? I am definitely not paying New York City cinema prices for that. Yes. After watching the Justice League you're not suckering me again, DC. Yeah. So no Aqua Bro for you unless no it's on your bro. couch with a delicious fizzy beverage right. and some home popcorn. That's right. Maybe I'll watch it on HBO. That's how bad right, it so, burned me. All right. So so, so that kind of takes us to, to the end of, of the year. And obviously this is not every movie that's coming out between not. now yeah. and then. These are just the ones that had special geek interest. Yes. And so, by geek... We mean us. Yes. Yes. The ones that we thought we might <laughs> yes, go see. Exactly. But for links to all the stories that we talked about here on the show, uh, you can go to a little website we still call poptechjam.com. Up next, I believe we're going to get tech termed. JD. Pedro. You want to talk tech terms? Yes, it's been a while since you've had one to share. It has been a while. And I want to talk about malicious advertising. Ooh, sounds Yeah, actually, you, I didn't realize there was a term for it, but you turned me on to the term malvertisement. Malvertisement. A malvertisement, or malvertising rather, is an advertisement on the internet that is capable of infecting the viewer's computer with malware. And according to network security companies, malvertising is the current computer hijacking technique of choice. Oh, man. By organized crime. All right. So what is it really? Okay. You go to a website. Here I am. I'm on a website. You're on a website. There's ads on the side. You don't even have to click on that ad. You can roll over it or just going to that site will initiate some type of Bad code. Ooh, that I'm thinking evil scripts at play here. Exactly. Evil scripts that will target certain folders, certain files on whatever machine you're on, and they will try to siphon off as much information as possible. It's one of these things where, you know, they might give you that ransomware type thing. They might go do some other stuff. It's a big, huge business. That's why organized crime is involved. Malwarebytes says, uh, it's the site, malwarebytes.com. Yeah, yeah, they make a very fine product. Exactly. Malvertising is the name we in the security industry give to criminally controlled adverts, which intentionally infect people and businesses. These can be any ad on any site, often ones which you use as a part of your everyday internet usage. That's just mean. It's just totally mean. It's basically anything you, you click or go on can infect your computer. That's frightening to me. Now, in an effort to protect ourselves, 
you know, you, you've got options. Yeah. There's the obvious options. You get your antivirus, your malware protection software up to date. You keep it going. Another suggestion, and I, and again, this is in a hopefully helpful hint because, you know, you do that better than anyone on the planet. Oh, but, shucks. But, oh, shucks. But you got to look at Adobe Flash. Mm-hmm. Adobe Reader, software like that, you want to make sure that you keep them updated. Flash yes. is, and to your point, you said it earlier off mic, that Flash, Adobe's throwing it off the bus. They're like, yeah, It's kind sorry. of become the typhoid Mary of oh, it uh, really has. malware delivery systems. It's the Internet Explorer. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, stay away from it. Make sure, like I said, make sure your antivirus software is up to date. This is an interesting quote from a security researcher, a guy named John Harrison. The interesting thing about infections delivered through malvertising is that it does not require any user action, like clicking, to compromise the system, and it does not exploit any vulnerabilities on the website or the server it's hosting from. Infections delivered through malvertising silently travel through web page advertisements. Like I said, you don't even see these things coming. Wow, so this is just a script that's getting injected from the ad service. It's getting and injected. The page may not even know that exactly. it's become a festering ground of malware. But that leads us to the big conversation or the big reason uh, this has become such a hot topic is because recently browsers have been introducing ad blocking uh, options. This is something technically browsers can't stop. Mm -hmm. You can't stop it. The only thing you can do is forcing people not to see the ads. So advertising companies have tried to rethink their strategy in how to present ads to you. They're scaling back on these type of ads or, you know, they're trying anything to be able to uh, still be in the business. But there's really no effective way right now except for just blocking them. Yeah. And the first instance of this, this isn't something that just happened like a couple of weeks ago. The first instance of this was back in 2007. Ooh, that's more than 10 11, years ago. Yes, 11 years ago. And they still haven't found a legitimate solution for how to stop malvertising. That's frightening to me. It's frightening. Fright so much so that I'm really ready for another, you know, redesign of my tinfoil hat. Yes, yeah, so, well, you had that little Napoleon model. It was so nice. I like that one. That was my favorite. Yeah. That was definitely my favorite. Yeah, there's been so much, you know, just with the stuff that I write about every day for a certain large metropolitan news organization. That shall not be named. Yeah, they, they, there's attempts to have like the Better Ad Council where Correct. advertisers will pay browsers to whitelist them to right. let the good stuff through. Yep. There are browsers that just Google, Google introduced some some blocking into Chrome. Safari's got some some tools in there now. I think Mozilla to some degree can block stuff. But there's whole browsers, like the Brave browser, mm -hmm. which has a little running tally. It's sort of like the National Debt Clock, but it tells you, oh, you've blocked like 465 trackers right. this week right. and adverts and and all that. So, so even some of the browsers are just coming. It's like your armored car for the web. Um, this is probably the most serious thing out there right now in terms of malware, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, again, I can't emphasize to people listening to this who may not really be that Technically, I'm not talking about phishing. I'm not talking about an email or something that you have to click and boom, it, it, there's a payload. This is just, you just go to the site and you get infected. It's a drive-by infection, yeah. Drive and they can drop stuff Correct. on your computer that turns you into some sort of spam thing or you're constantly getting pop-ups about right. fake security issues or you've won or an Amazon prize. Right. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's all... 
And I know Malware Bytes, which I think Wirecutter actually ranked it. That and Windows Defender, the combo of the two is like the best thing you can do to to Told you, Windows, stop your PC. Windows Defender's not bad. Yeah, and and Malware Bytes is, is very good. Uh, they have a paid product and a free one, and they've also got one specifically that goes after adware That's right. uh, as well. They but, do indeed. So you just have to constantly be sweeping your machine because sure. all these little crawlies get on there. And but if you don't happen. have that software, if you don't have malware bytes, use what you got. Yeah. Make sure it's updated. Safe computing, people. Practice yes. it. Yes. Come on, do it. Yep. Play defense. And uh, speaking of that, I guess uh, it's about the end of the show, It right? is, yeah. You, you have tech-termed. I have rambled on about movies and Facebook <laughs> and everything else. And, and everything uh, else. We've cracked wise. Yes. And uh, now it's time for our thank yous and goodbyes. Yes. Thank you and goodbye. See yes. ya. Oh, no, yeah. We got to thank the bros. Yes. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. Yes. Apps and software, and they do it all, right? Apps and software, they do it all. Check out their webpage. Yes. Check it out. And thank you, listeners. I know we have uh, been a little erratic uh, the past few weeks yeah we should our, be smooth sailing from now on yes uh, but but thank you for uh downloading us streaming us however you listen to us and uh, your patience thank you for your patience yes, we, appreciate we appreciate it and so uh, until the next show when we're back with more and i'm sure somebody in the tech world will do something that we'll have to complain about i'm jd beerstorfer and i'm pedro rafael rosado everyone have a safe and lovely week <laughs> <laughs>